This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Today, December 24th, Christmas Eve. How about that? Snuck up on us. 2020 is almost over. Another week or so. Uh, Like many of you, I will be looking forward to this year getting over. Uh, You know what? Before we get started with the daily financial news, let me do something. It's the holidays. Let me be a little bit more cheerful, if you will. Let's put this on. Only can use this so many days a year, right? So, might as well use it today. Uh, there we go. All right. So, uh, as we're talking about the daily financial news on Thursdays, we do it at seven. The other six days a week, we do it at seven thirty. Uh, the reason that we do it at seven on Thursdays is my expert, my multimillionaire, uh, Jonathan. Uh, we have an interview scheduled at seven thirty, uh, so we do this at seven on Thursdays couple of things as we get going in the day that I wanted to make you aware of. If you want to be part of the first 14,000 YouTube subscribers to this great channel, which is dedicated to you, uh, do yourself a favor and hit subscribe because we are less than 100 people away from hitting that magic number of 14,000. So again, if you want to be a part of the first 14,000, tell your friends and family you are part of the first 14,000, hit subscribe. And uh, we will see where we can take this next year. Second, just a reminder of that last-minute Christmas gift. If you are struggling to get someone that last-minute Christmas gift, they're thinking about real estate investing, we still have that course out there at $199, how to get started one rental at a time. Uh, And if you let me know their email, uh, I still have a list right over there, right over there, uh, of folks that I will be sending a private message to saying, you know, welcome to the course, join the Facebook group, Merry Christmas. It's, you know, my way of giving back. I didn't want to do a discount because then I pissed everybody else off. But if you want to give a gift and you're struggling, let me know who, let me know their email and we will do that tomorrow morning. And then finally, I want to thank you for helping me constantly increase the Amazon five-star reviews. Uh, We added a few more yesterday. I think we're 32 short of the magic 400. So Trying to get to 400 by the end of the year, it seemed like a crazy goal when I put it out there, but all of you are helping us get there. So on to the daily financial news. A couple of things kind of jump out today. First and foremost, if you didn't know, it's a half day on Wall Street. The market will be closed at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific. I will obviously be shut down tomorrow, closed tomorrow, uh, so uh, for the Christmas holiday. Uh, but there's a couple of things going on that we need to talk about we need to kind of play the chessboard together. First is the stimulus. Uh, If you go back and listen to yesterday's daily financial news, I talked about the stimulus and I hemmed and hawed about I was expecting something out of left field. Uh, I even went as far as to say, you know what, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to put good karma out there and say this gets done. Well, good karma didn't work. That sneaky surprise that I expected happened. And we don't have a signed deal yet. More importantly, we don't have a veto either. So this is my question. I haven't researched this yet. It's a little bit too early for me. 
let's just say uh, that President Trump does not sign and does not veto this bill. What happens? Well, I think a couple of things. Without a veto, it doesn't go back to Congress, who has enough votes to override, which I think is 60 percent. Second, I think it means the government shuts down Saturday or Sunday unless a continuing resolution is done. Uh, 26 folks, um, 26 folks, um, 26 million folks actually lose unemployment benefits, evictions, the CDC order stop. I mean, all kinds of all kinds of bad things happen. But I wonder. I just can't imagine, I can't imagine uh, that President Trump wants to leave with that being one of the last things that people remember. Uh, I believe President Trump has at least some ambition about running in four years, and I'm positive that that's not a message that he wants to be reminded of in four years or three years or whenever the election process starts again. So my suspicion is he will sign it. Um, just a wild-ass guess. My guess is he signs it Christmas Day. Calls it a present for the American public. Uh, signs it before a continuing resolution is needed because uh, the other thing that's happened is $2,000 that was kind of out of left field. Uh, obviously, Nancy and AOC and all these folks jumped on it, and that's already been defeated in the House. It never got out of the House, thus never made it to the Senate. So that's not going anywhere. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because it is certainly more politics um, than anything else, which is, which is sad. So uh, we will see what's going on there, but that's not the only thing going on. I don't know if you saw this, but if you ever need to be reminded that China is a managed economy, just watch what they are doing to Jack Ma. If you don't remember, we talked about uh, Ant public going public being the largest IPO ever. And then within 24 hours of going public, the Chinese government, President Xi, yanked it. After some discovery, it was yanked because Jack Ma, who is the uh, former CEO and founder of Alibaba and ultimately of Ant Group, let's just say talked harshly about the Chinese government and the Chinese economy. So I believe that President Xi and his band of merry men is going to destroy Jack Ma. They are going to remind Jack Ma of uh, what is going on. And uh, it is going to be very destructive. Uh, they are now doing some antitrust things against Alibaba, and it is about to get very uncomfortable to be Jack Ma. Again, China, it pays to be quiet. It doesn't pay to be outspoken. They put people in jail. They kill people for that kind of stuff. So again, if you ever need to be reminded that we do have our open system rule of law for all the warts it has, it's not a managed economy like China. So yeah, be thankful. Be thankful. So that's what's going on there. It's going to be interesting to see what's going on. In addition to that, we have some movement on Brexit. Man, how long has this been going on? Four years? 
Uh, it looks like there's a last minute, minute issue around fishing rights, uh, but all intents and purposes, it looks like a deal will get done. Uh, and, you know, the UK will be a sovereign nation, not part of the EU uh, here, probably within the next week or so, uh, which will have interesting impacts. And again, I'd love to interview somebody from the UK and talk to them probably once a month, because I think it's going to be interesting. I think like all things, the chaos, the Transition will create holes in the market. Some people will be utterly destroyed and others will find opportunity in the chaos. It's going to be a Harvard Business Review, I think, in a couple of years to see what's going on. Another thing that I read yesterday, and I hope this is fake news. I really hope this part is fake news. But it sounds like Republicans, conservatives, red, whatever you want to call them, in Georgia are disproportionately not going to vote out of protest. They're, they think all elections are, I don't know, fake or managed or whatever, and thus they're not going to vote. As someone who wants a split government, that terrifies me. Terrifies me. If Georgia election goes both Democrats, and we go to a 50-50 tie, and the VP breaks the tie, I am terrified about what happens to the dollar, to our spending, to our debt, to our future kids' taxes. I mean, Jesus Christ, what is going to happen? So I hope that's fake news. I hope people are planting that just to rile people up, because it's working. Uh, but yeah, Republicans in Georgia, we need you. We need you to get one of those seats. Right now, if 5 6 7% of you don't vote out of protest, you're handing our economy to the Democrats for at least two years. When you have everybody on one side, that's risky. So be careful. Be careful. Uh, what else do I got? I guess Q1, I think it's fair to say that I think Q1 is going to be a negative GDP uh, probably like negative one, negative two. Uh, I think these shutdowns are getting more and more uh, prevalent. California is really in bad shape when you look at the numbers, and some of the numbers are pretty scary. I saw some video yesterday of what's going on in California hospitals, not what you want to see. Uh, so I think we're going to see consumers kind of retreat even more. Consumers are going to get scared again. Uh, and it will be much like Q2 was last year, where we see savings rate increase. So uh, it is interesting. Uh, then last thing, I guess there's two more things to talk about. One is I saw a report. This was done by a Texas paper. So obviously the data is potentially skewed. But there was an uh, estimate that Oracle and other tech companies, if they moved from California to Texas they moved from California to Texas, they would save 30% on operational costs. Now, I'm a numbers guy. The article did not post the math behind that. 30% sounds high. I'm not sure how they get there. But even if it's 15%, that is still interesting, right? So what I take from an article like that, again, I did not see the math. I would love to see the math. But... What it sort of sounds like is if you're an established tech company like Oracle, it pays to move. And then what are you left with in the Silicon Valley? It's kind of the small startups that sort of come and go. 
but again, Bay Area's got to watch. San Francisco's got to watch. Oracle, if you don't know, is actually in Redwood City, which I would call the greater Bay Area, not San Francisco. Salesforce, I believe, is the biggest employer in San Francisco. And then lastly, I think 2021 is actually going to be a year of M&A. I think you are going to see public companies buy growth. You're going to see companies leverage cheap debt. And this is going to be a very active year for mergers and acquisitions. So at the end of the day, again, do me a favor. We do this daily show seven days a week. We will do it tomorrow. I promise it will happen on Christmas. Uh, and if you want to be a part of the first 14,000, hit subscribe. And if you want to help me grow the channel exponentially, do me a favor, take some of these daily financial news that you like and put them on your social media feed and tell people to check it out. Again, these daily financial shows are really about what's going on in the market. They are not clickbait. They are not feeding some stupid algorithm. I am here for you, and we will talk about what's going on. Take care. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. All that good stuff. Bye.